Listen, we all know that ferns be tripping and buds be bugging. We also know you love plants and you love to get the tea served with some planty shade. So honey, you need to check out the Plant Key Key podcast. The Plant Key Key is a fun, safe space for grown and sexy plant parents to listen and kiki along with their favorite soil cousins who are dishing the dirt on their favorite foliage, a little pop culture, botanical trends, plants they wish they had, and plants they wish they never had. The Plant Kiki Podcast is presented by Black in the Garden. And you guys, it'll be available to you October 10th. To learn more about the Plant Kiki Podcast, follow them on Instagram and Twitter at The Plant Kiki. This podcast is also sponsored by Black People with Plants. If you support everything Black the way I do, then you'll love Black People with Plants. The melanin drips over everything green in this space. Black People with Plants is bold and unapologetic. To learn more about this movement, follow them on Instagram at Black People with Plants. That's Black People W dot Plants. The Black Plant Chick Podcast is sponsored by Light and Love Plant Company. Light and Love offers high quality houseplants direct to your door. Their plants are sustainably sourced and packaged with care. You guys, they're my favorite. I'm not going to even lie to you. To learn more about Light and Love houseplants, follow them on Instagram at lightandlove underscore plant co or go to their website at shoplightandlove.com. And don't forget to tell them Jade sent you. Welcome to the Black Plant Chick Podcast. I am your Black Plant Mama Jade, and I am back another week with my special guest host, Veronica, better known as the Brown Skin Plant Mama. What's up, sis? Hello, 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 y'all. I'm back, and we're here to have some fun tonight. Yes. And this is, unfortunately, our last episode together, but maybe not. You know, we never know. No, um, we got a store for the people. We'll see. Yes. Because I, you know, know that you guys have been enjoying us together and, um, you know, the feel, the feeling is mutual. We enjoy being on this platform together. Um, these shows have been great, but we have a very special, um, episode that we want to, uh, I almost forgot what I was talking about and that's okay. So that's a benefit of having your own podcast is that you will make mistakes and you just, you know. (laughs) <laughs> bounce back because people will understand moving. and keep it moving because I don't know what was about to come out of my mouth just a few minutes ago I'm not <laughs> going to lie to you but this is going to be a very <laughs> listen I don't know I like saw the words in my head and then they disappeared um so my bad y'all it's been a long 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 day but this episode is special because yes it is our last episode together but we are closing out black history month um and i know this month is just so many special things have taken place um and the main thing is just having us together on this platform 
in your ears every day, giving you orgasms. Okay, because we're talking about plants and plants are sexy and y'all love talking about plants. That's why y'all tune in week after week to hear me talk about plants. But this episode, we are going to talk about some plant mama secrets or secrets of plant mamas. Um, And this I, I love this topic because I get a lot of different questions and I know you do too, um, just yeah, about how we're do. able to maintain not just our plants, but almost really being in this space as well. Um, because you kind of have to like really assert a level of dominance to me as a plant person, but as a black plant person and as a woman. Um, yeah, I feel like you have to really show who you are in order to push through the BS. Um, and in every community, there's BS. So yes, in the plant community, there's BS too. Do there you agree, is, my dear? I absolutely agree. Um, you know, we have to protect our space and not only do that's just in life period, right? Like in life, we have to be conscious of who we allow in our circle. Um, Jade, I already know how you roll when it comes to who's <laughs> yes. allowed in your space. You don't fuck I don't around. Fucking with nobody, um, right? <laughs> I'm the same way. And the reason yeah. that that's important, y'all, is because you control your energy, right? And so if you allow for other people with toxic energy or just fucked up vibes to come into your sphere, mm-hmm. that shit is on you. It's on you. So why would I allow for that to be a part of my being? And there's a lot of bullshit that happens in the plant community. Let's mm-hmm. just be clear. There's a lot of people that like to take advantage of us plant lovers and plant collectors. There are lots of folks that like to price gouge when it comes to specific plants. I'm going to call a spade. Fucking spade. Um, there are those that like to utilize the influence of brown and black. Um, and I would just say BIPOC period, our black and indigenous mm-hmm. people of color, indigenous, excuse me, people of color. Um, they like to use our faces and our influence and our platform for their and benefit. not pay us. And we ain't and about that. Pay, yo, like thinking <laughs> that that is okay when it's absolutely not. So there is the absolute necessity to walk and and place yourself in authority when it comes to um, being in this this plant space, but to also have fun and to learn mm-hmm. because you do not know everything. Listen, brown skin plant mama loves the plants, okay? Specifically, brown skin plant mama loves the philodendrons, okay? They are my jam. Veronica yes. does not know everything about everything when it comes to philodendron. So I'm also here to learn. I'm also here to share. And I think that it's important for us to remember that what we do works for us and it might work for you. It might not work for you. And that's okay. It is, it is okay to experiment when it comes to this plant experience and our plant journeys. And so we have to be mindful of that. I'm really excited about this episode because we get to share what works for us. And just a couple of tips, you know, I don't enjoy plant consultations, y'all. I'm just going to be honest. Like I'm (laughs) trying to take care of my own plants. Right. Black plant tips, Jay got y'all. You need a plant consultation? Let my girl hook you up. Yes. And, and I, 
I love it because I'm also very honest about what I offer. So I'm not here like, oh, let's talk about these rare plants and all of these crazy things. Like I'm here to really provide a service to more novice plant parents, um, yeah. even though I get a lot of calls from different people. But to just make this process easier for you, because I don't know about you. But, well, no, I actually enjoy reading stuff about it, but some people don't have time for that. Um, and yeah, they just they want a little bit of guidance. But my consultations are very different from a lot of people's and I'm not even going to get into that. But those who have had a consultation with me know how different minds are. But anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I just think that it's important for us to to know and to learn and to keep learning. Um, plant consultations is not my jam, but when it comes to, you know, figuring out what your lifestyle is, curating a plant, um, you know, collection for you, brown skin plant, my baby girl, you know, like, I'm like, let me see what your life situation is. Tell me about your right. lifestyle. Tell me what right. about what level of experience you have. And we're going to put some plants together to make your life great. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. So I'm going to share the things that work for me. And even today I was at a plant shop. One of my girlfriends told me, she said, I don't do the normal LECA thing that people do. Like I don't let water sit in my LECA. She said that she places her plants. She, she lets the LECA soak. Mm-hmm. This is the bonus for y'all ass. Okay. <laughs> she says she lets the LECA soak. She puts it in the, um, in the container that it will be in. She places it in the greenhouse because there's so much humidity happening in that greenhouse environment. She doesn't have to do anything else. Yeah. It's keeping that LECA moist. Keeping the LECA moist based upon the environment that she sets. Right. And I said, girl, stop. I'm about Mm -hmm. to go experiment with this too. So we have to be willing to try some things out too, y'all as we're going through our plan. That's, yes. the, that's the premise of my comment. <laughs> I, I totally, I love that. And that makes complete sense to me because the moisture in a greenhouse um, is very um, beneficial to the growth of a plant and the, you know, how healthy a plant can kind of stay because you're putting them in an environment that almost mimics where they are native to. So yeah. I definitely get that 100%. Um, so for our, our three secrets, um, secrets of a plant mama, you want to kick this off, sis? I'm going to kick it off, y'all. I'm going to give right. y'all, listen, we're going to, and we're going to go rapid fire. Okay. Yeah. Because this is just an get opportunity your pen out. for us to get your pen out, get your pad out. We're sharing. I ain't even going to put the secrets all. in the show. No, you just got to listen. You got to listen to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And something that if you want more detail, reach out to us. We might be able yep. to provide you. Some additional information, but this episode is really just about us sharing some things that work for us. So the first thing, yes. here is what I have noticed about my situation, my schedule, my lifestyle. When it comes to watering, I am the type of person, I am a chronic underwaterer. Mm-hmm. I allow for, this is actually a two-in-one, so pay attention. Chronic over underwaterer, I let my plants scream and yell at me before <laughs> I get the water. You got to show me that you're thirsty, boo. You got to show me that you're thirsty <laughs> because I do not have time to be worrying about a potential overwatering situation. 
Right. I like the like the graphic says on my post, leave the damn plant alone or back away from the watering can, actually. So yes. that's one tip. I let my and what I mean by that is that if I have a pothos, for example, the pothos is drooping. The pothos is telling me that a hey, chick, I need some water or I'm gonna die on you. <laughs> Or if I go and I if I touch the leaf and it's very thin, I know that it's time to water. So I'm a very texture. I feel I touch when it comes to my plant care and my routines to see what it is I need. Um, and so I pay attention to those things. The leaves may be curling over. I give it some water um, and it bounces right back up. The second part of this tip is the watering. I have realized that bottom watering for yes. my plant provides the best way to know if my plant yes. is getting the saturation and deep watering that it needs. And yes, so they drink all that water. They drink it all. That also lets me know that my plants have enough water to sustain themselves yep. for seven to 10 days, seven to 10. It doesn't matter if it's the summer or the winter, seven to 10 day stretch because I'm bottom watering, they are like, all right, I'm good with you. I tend to take a bin. It, um, if you go to a restaurant and you pay attention to the um, those who bust the tables, they come and they have some black bins. I tend to pour water into that. I set several plants in there at a time and I let the plants soak up the water um, all the way. I mean, I, I put a lot of water in there just to make sure that they get what it is that they need because I put yeah. different plants in there, different sizes. Yeah. Now, if I go and I see that the plant has taken up all of the water that I put in there, and this is just this is just also a play by eye, right? Like, so you know how much water you put into the bin. You can figure out if it's enough for all the plants that you have in there. If I pick it up and it's running back out, I know that the plant is good. Yeah. Um, and so I just keep it moving. I also make sure that I touch the top of the soil and if it is damp, it's great. We're, we're done. Right. We're good to go. Right. Um, and sometimes if I don't use the bin, I just have, uh, like the little saucer, the little catch trays. And I just fill those up a couple of times throughout the day. Um, and if I have it there for, let's just say four to six hours, if there is water at that point still sitting in that catch um, tray and the top of the soil is moist, I pour the rest of the water out because what, mm-hmm. what is it telling? That, that the roots done. have absorbed all of the water that it needs for that time. We're done. Yep. Yep. I don't need no more. Boom. Don't need no more. Mm-hmm. Um, second tip, worm castings mm. for your plants. As food and an amazing fertilizer. Mm-hmm. I, for me, I am not at the point where I'm about to measure all of the different elements that the plant needs. Because guess what? Worms are out in nature doing their thing. They know what it is that they are eating. They do a great job eating. They do a great job pooping it out. Mm-hmm. making sure that we have all of the different nutrients that the soil needs. And so I'm going to use worm castings for not only my outdoor edible garden, but also in my soil mixes. So I use it as food. That way I don't have to overcomplicate it with measuring things into a gallon of water, a teaspoon of this into a gallon of water. 
sometimes y'all, I just don't have time. So I will mix a tablespoon or two of worm castings into, let's just say, I love philodendron. So I have a chunky aeroid mix um, that I use. And it's um, right now I am playing around with cocoa core, perlite, worm castings, um, and a little bit of bark. You put it in there. The Now your soil has the food and it can feed the plant what it needs. Worm castings, great. Absolutely amazing. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm give y'all. I'm gonna give y'all um, another tip for at home fertilizers. This is a bonus. Okay, we said three, but I'm your bonus. Go ahead. At home, at home fertilizers. Real quick, eggshells. Mm. You cracking eggs. You're eating them in the morning. Rinse them out, put them in the oven, bake them at, I bake mine at 350 degrees just to make sure that all of the um, harmful, any harmful elements may be gone from the surface of the eggshells. I actually place mine in a blender. I sprinkle it on top of the soil. The next time that I might water instead of bottom watering, I know that I am using the eggshell um, powder on top of the soil, I'll water it. So it goes down into the actual plant. Um, when you just do the crushed up soil, it's, I mean, the crushed up eggshells, it's going to take a long time for those nutrients to get down into right. the soil. Right, I like that. Months at a time, months at a time, if you just do the crushed up eggshells or not. Um, you know, grind them. I put mine into a blender and kind of like saturate. That's that's one way to provide the nutrients to your plants. And also banana peels. Amazing. You can do crushed up banana peels. You can blend in the same way that you do eggshells. You can also make banana peel water. Just be mm-hmm. careful with that because you don't want to um, use too much because you can burn um, your plant by doing that. Um, so th- that's another way that you can use some at-home things. You don't have to go to the store and buy fertilizers or plant food. Um, to nurture your plants in that way. Um, and also if you have a fish um, tank, you can use the water from the fish tank as well. Okay, yes. last thing. Yes. If you want to emulate greenhouse conditions for your propagations, especially those rooting in moss, you can use Ziploc bags. Mm-hmm. What you do is get the huge Ziploc bags you can either use the very small, I think they're one ounce or two ounce um, red solo cups, or if you want to use the larger ones, you place your props inside, you zip it up almost all the way mm-hmm. below air into the Ziploc bag until it's puffy and you have air um, and moisture inside of it. Zip it up all the way. When I tell y'all, when I did that with my Calathea, um, Dottie that was straight dying. A couple of weeks later, it is still sitting in that environment. And I also didn't have to water it as much because the moisture stayed within that um, environment as well. Two new leaves shot up. Yes. Come on, growth. Um, I said, come on, growth. So Mm -hmm. if you do not have a greenhouse, everybody does not listen. You may not be at the level where you have a greenhouse. Okay. That's okay. You can also emulate those things by using household items within your possession. Boom. Brown skin mama tips. 
and I'm out. (laughs) I wanted to say, um, in regards to your third one with using the eggshells and banana peels, if you are considering to do that, and this is just my recommendation is make sure that you're not experiencing that issues. Um, make sure that your soil is healthy. Um, because I think that makes a big difference, especially when you're using these more um, like organic compost um, options. I just think it's best to make sure that you have um, healthy soil and that you're not giving these gnats something more to feed on. I think right. that's just, you know, my tip, I want to say. All right. So my three plant secrets, plant mama secrets, the secrets of a plant mama, whatever I said in the beginning of this episode. Um, Number one, this is a big one for me um, because doing consultations, I've learned that a lot of people just go out and buy plants without knowing their space. So number one is know your space before you buy. Um, I know that we get very excited to go out plant shopping and we just want to bring home all of these different plants Um, coming home from work. You're like, I'm passing the plant shop. Let me go stop in and grab me a plant. Um, And then you get home and you're like, oh, that's not a good window to put it in front of. Or this window already has 17 plants in front of it. And then you're trying to figure out where to put this new plant that needs that light as well. So I think that it is important to know your space before you buy a plant. Um, and that's not hard. That You could literally figure out where you're going to put a new plant as you are walking out the door to go plant shopping. You might see that window that don't have nothing in front of it. It gets good light. Boom. You might have to build a shelf there or something like that. Um, but I think it's very important to know your space before you buy. Um, that's number one. Number two, if you want to turn your plant obsession into a brand, you need to know your audience. Um, I get a lot of people that have questions about how I was able to create a brand out of my love for plants. Um, one, I'm just super bomb as fuck and that's just what I do. But, um, I, I, like I, I learned who my core audience was and I was able to connect with them for the reasons why they came to my page. Um, so because I have a podcast one, But because my podcast is for um, novice plant parents, it's for those more, um, uh, I mean, it's for some experienced ones too, but I realize my audience are people who are new to the plant world and they just want to feel like you too are making some of the stakes or have made some of the stakes that they've made. Um, I also know that my audience loves laughing. So I'm always providing them a good time on my page. But if you want to turn your love for plants into something bigger, knowing who your audience is first will help with that. Um, Because you're not going to be able to, to attract everybody who loves plants. Some people may not like your approach um, to when you're talking about plants. Um, I think for you, Veronica, like you know that your audience is super into plant therapy and what plants do to us on a very spiritual level um, and how we connect with plants, not just physically, but mentally as well. That transfer of energy, 
you know that that's who your audience is. So, and that's also your passion, but it makes sense for you to feed into that because that's how you continue to grow. Yes. Um, so I think that's really, really important. You guys that want to, because you can do it, you can become a, a plant influencer or um, whatever it is that you want to become, get brand deals from just your love of plants, but you've got to know who your audience is. Um, yes. Number three, not all plant care is created equal. Come so one more time. Okay. Number three, not all plant care is created equal. Let me explain. You read a blog, you read a blog, you read a blog, you see a post, you see a Facebook group talking about this one plant and they're giving you very, very basic care information. But for some damn reason, you are still killing plants. These same plants that you've read over and over and over about um, because you are taking some plant care tips that have been very watered down to fit the masses in a way right? Water it every five days, give it indirect sunlight. Very basic, right? But what you are not realizing, it kind of takes me back to number one, is knowing your space. You don't know your space enough to know what type of care your plant, the same plant that maybe thousands of other people have, um, what kind of care that plant will require. Um, And so that's why I think my plant consultations are very special because I'm not just chatting with you over the phone. Uh, Like it's very intimate because I want to know more about your space. I want to see your space Um, because then I can better tell you what you may be doing wrong. So just remember that not all plant care is created equal. Stop you know, going with the, the the general information. This is why I don't post a lot of care tips on my page because I don't need you coming back to me like, oh, you know, my um, ZZ plant, I, you said you kept yours in a corner and it still growed and then I did mine and then suddenly, you know, I don't got time for that. Like, <laughs> at uh-huh. all. Uh-huh. I, yeah. That I answers the question. Listen, I don't got time for that, but I definitely know, I definitely can take you through what you need to do for your plant through a different way. However, just keep that in mind that all, not all plant care, you know, is created equal. So those are my three. Um, I hope that this, you guys like got something from this episode. Once again, I said, I'm not putting our secrets in the um, show notes. You got to listen to it. You better be taking notes. Um, because they are secrets. Y'all lucky that uh, I don't just make this an exclusive episode and leave it up for just 30 days and whoever catches it, catches it. Okay. Okay. Cause I don't want to hear our secrets. No, no, I'm just playing. Uh, but I really hope that you guys enjoyed this. I hope that you learned something. Um, these are our own secrets, things that have worked for us. Um, they are great things that you can also try, but it's important to know what works for you. Um, yes. And to know your plants, to know your environment um, and be willing to try. Um, you know, don't take what we said as Bible or whatever the young folks say um, when they be, you know, doing that. But just be, <laughs> I don't know what they be saying, uh, but just be willing to try your own stuff 
do your research. You know, um, if you're going to connect with people who love plants like us, be willing to pay for our services. But that's a whole nother subject. Um, anyways, yeah. that's all I got before we get out of here. Do you have anything that you want to leave the people? I mean, I forgot. Oh, this is our last episode together. Is there any? Well, it's not going to be our last, but this is the last February Black History Month special episode. Is there something you want to leave these beautiful people with? Yes, y'all. I want y'all to know that you can connect with me on both Instagram and Facebook at Brown Skin Plant Mama. I also want to let y'all know what's up and coming for Brown Skin Plant Mama. I feel like when this is, um, when this episode airs, I will be well beyond this point, but your girl is 21 people away from 10K. Yes! 21 people away from 10K. I am so And I'm so honored and so grateful for the people that have poured into this community and in such a short time. And so y'all, I am so happy about it. Y'all Woo-hoo. look for giveaway to happen in the month of March mm-hmm. and April. Um, we're going to be doing some amazing things. We're going to be doing some great things to honor women businesses in March and I'm going to be sharing some of my favorite things. Y'all, Plant Therapy is real and Plant Therapy for Kids is off and running. It will be an established 501c3 nonprofit organization. And so y'all go head over to Plant Therapy for Kids on Instagram. Follow just get ready. We haven't posted a lot of things on there yet, but I am so happy to say that we have been able to provide over 300 students with their wow. own free and plants. And we are getting ready to go to New York and Atlanta and so many other places, y'all. I'm excited for it. So, so excited for it. And then I will say, y'all get ready when I drop it. I am. This is exclusive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is so exclusive. The bl- the black, excuse me, plant chick podcast community is hearing it first. Yes, y'all. Your girl, your girl and her daughter will be dropping a children's book. Yay! It's ready, y'all, because it's going to be so <laughs> It's going to be so amazing. I'm not going to disclose what it is about. Um, I'm not going to disclose anything about it just know that it's coming and my daughter is going to be an author Yay, at a young age welcome to the club yes she's excited about it too she's like mommy are we gonna write a book together so she's excited so many other things. y'all if you want to know what's going on with brown skin plant mama all the things you can go ahead and check the link in my bio um you can subscribe to know what's coming up You can also turn on those post notifications so that you do not miss anything that comes from the brand. Y'all, I'm so humbled. I'm so appreciative. I'm so honored to have been a guest host on the Black Plant Chick podcast. Jade, I love you, sister. You are amazing. Um, I appreciate you sharing space with me and uplifting me in everything that I do. I love you so much. Y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. Yay. Oh, congrats um, on everything that you have going on. I'm so excited for you. Um, 
for me, in March, I'm also going to be supporting um, women. I will have several women that are going to be shouting out their businesses through the episodes I have in March. I'm also doing a social media takeover on the um, Society of American Florists on their page. Um, that's scheduled, I believe, for the 25th of March. And so I'll be taking over their social media page for part of that day. Um, I'm sure I have a bunch of other stuff going on because I'm always working. I just can't think about everything right now. Um, I'll almost be at 20K. I'm only like 700 away from 20,000 followers, which is crazy because it ain't even been a year yet. Um, Exactly, right? We have both seen those milestones in less than a year. Come through. Yo, I'm like, oh my gosh, the fact that I have you know, gotten all of this support authentically. Like I didn't buy no supporters. Yeah. I didn't buy no followers. You know, you guys just came. No, nah, not at all. Um, so I'm so excited. I do have some things um, in the works that I'm not going to talk about just yet um, because it's still very early, but I'm always dropping merchandise. Y'all know that I'm still doing consultations. Um, I'm just always working like I'm really leaning more into um, the public speaking aspect of plant care and like and um, what plants have done to our lives and what it's doing in our lives. So I've, you know, by now have already done like two different things um, in that realm. So I'm really excited. Like I love speaking to people. I just I've had to kind of like come to the conclusion that I have that thing when it comes to public speaking. Um, And it used to scare me for a while, um, but I love Mm -hmm. it and I keep getting hired to do stuff. So I'm really leaning into that area. Um, And you can always find those things and what I'm doing on my website. But I think that's all I got for me. Just keep coming back here um, week after week. uh, And yeah. So like I always say, (laughs) Um, oh, and thank you, Veronica, like just for being here. I just feel like this is going to come again. And so, it's, you know, I don't want to say goodbye. It's more like a I'm going to hit you up so we can schedule something else type of um, okay. type of, you know, you know type of vibe. Yes, it, listen. Go ahead and make me a podcast chick, child. Listen, <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, with everything that you have going on, like... Uh, yes, I'm excited. Welcome to, you know, being an author. It's amazing. It feels good to be able to give your kids that opportunity because my son became an oh. author at um, six years old. And so it. I love when he can proudly say, oh, I'm an author too. Like, just like my mom. Absolutely. Um, yes. That feels great. Um, I have several things coming up within the book world um, this year too, but I'm going to share that stuff a little later. Um, yeah. So anyways, until next time, y'all love, peace, and propagate.